Welcome to the Heart Dancing Radio Show, the place where we learn the art of being human. I'm your host, Katherine Erickson, and I've created this show to explore what it means to live authentically and dance with life. Heart dancing is really our true nature. It's where we are the happiest and most in tune with the universe. My guests have all transformed their lives, and now they want to share that wisdom with you one conversation at a time. You'll get to know the person behind the story of heartbreak or loss, their defining moment or inspiration, and how they continue to stay grounded and connected to their higher self. You know, we're all part of the same universe, but you may have forgotten that. Why not become a regular listener and learn the art of being human? When you subscribe to my email list, you'll receive a notice every time a new show is published. Just visit KatherineErickson.com, or you can go to iTunes or SoundCloud and subscribe to the RSS feed, and you'll never miss a conversation. And while you're there, would you mind giving us a rating? Thank you so much for supporting the Heart Dancing Radio Show. Well, guest Joanne Marceau is a personal friend of mine, and one of the reasons we're doing this podcast today on January 19th, the day before the presidential inauguration, is because she is a life coach and has seen a lot of clients who <sighs> have to take a deep breath about the election and all the results. So, Joanne, can you tell us very quickly what you do, and then we're going to get right into the interview. Hey, Catherine. Thank you. Thank you for having me on today. And uh, you mentioned that I'm a life coach. I'm actually a results coach. I help people get the results that they want in their experience of their life. So it's, it is about life, but it is about living a life that you design in the way that you want um, every single day. So thank you for that correction, and there is a big difference, I think, between results and life, um, and most of us are looking for results, and as part of that, you end up living a good life. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Well, good. I'm so glad you, you, you changed that for me. So, um, You're very So as a results coach, uh, people uh, discover you, find you where on the internet? Uh, they find me on my website, and that site is www.jmarceau, just the letter J, Marceau, M-A-R-C-E-A-U.com. And uh, you can also find me, in, uh, your listeners can join that private Facebook group as well. Great. Um, just to let you know, I had a slight technical difficulty, so you cut out, but I'll be sure to put all that in the show notes. Okay, great. Yeah. So let's get right into it because um, this is just a real short podcast and very timely. So can you tell me what kinds of things people have been coming to you with and seeking relief from their angst, from their anxiety? Mm. What I'm noticing a pattern of just in the last several weeks is a sensation of chaos. And people are commenting on it randomly. And, and I think that's a modern-day interpretation of the uncertainty, the nature of the uncertain times that we're in. 
and actually had a client just last night. We were talking about the uncertainty of right now and also comparing it to the uncertainty of where we were eight years ago and that we as human beings get distraught when we just can't predict what the future is going to look like. And so, you know, part of the reason why I wanted to come on today was to bring some perspective to how we all react or can react in the time that we call chaos in times of uncertainty, uh, because we so badly want to know how things are going to work out. And sometimes it's very disturbing when we come to the reality that we can never know how things are going to work out, although we'd really like to think that we can. And we're much more comfortable when we think we know how things are going. But whenever time, anytime we have a, a change, whether it's political or in our family or in our health, any change that comes into our life brings with it that uncertainty. And, and to many people, it feels like the rug's been pulled out from under them. And there's, a, there's some fear there. And I call it, it when it happens to me and you know, I'm a coach and I'm well-trained and I'm also a human being. So it still happens to me that the rug gets pulled out from under me sometimes. And I call it going to my ugly corner uh, when I, when I, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it's when I, I'm uncertain and I really want to know something, an outcome of something, and it is unknowable. And uh, so it's not always the most comfortable place for any of us. Well, let me ask you, Joanne, how do we become comfortable in the unknowable? <laughs> Let's bottle that one, Catherine. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Please. Well, I think that we don't is the answer. And that to actually get comfortable with it, knowing that we don't ever get comfortable with it is part of the process. Uh, you and I in our conversations have talked about you know, what you resist persists, the thing that you would like to get rid of most in your life, in your feelings, in your emotions, wherever it is, is where you tend to put your attention and then you get more of that. So the key, the first step in getting uncomfortable, excuse me, getting comfortable with the uncertainty is coming to embrace that you're never going to be comfortable with it and just accepting it. Now, that doesn't mean just laying down and, and resigning to the fact that you're always going to be uncomfortable, uh, but it does take some of the, the charge off of there's, there's like there's something wrong with me that everybody else is handling this okay and I'm uncomfortable with it. I'm, I've gone to my ugly corner. So the first step is really, really getting comfortable with it. It's normal. It's, it's normal to be uh, agitated when, when things are out of uh, out of our control and we become aware of it. Yes, that is so true. So as you become aware of it, you're starting to turn away from your ugly corner and realizing that maybe there's another way to look at it. Yeah, at least, at least, um, oh, a couple hundred thousand other ways of looking at it. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, so, but when you're in the ugly corner, you know, one or two really make a difference. And, and I have this question that I, I love to ask myself and I teach my clients to ask it as well, which is what's another way I can look at this? So I have, I've, when I'm in my ugly corner, I have two questions that I love. And the first one is what, what's going on? Because it feels uncomfortable. Something's changed. And so that's the first question I ask myself is 
what's going on here? This is a little different. And then the, the second question really is, what's another way that I can look at this? So when, when something gets revealed after the first question, the very next question is, like, what are my other options? How, what are the other ways that I can, can view this scenario that become empowering for me? Mm-hmm. So that's uh, those are the one two punch are those two questions that, that I really make life a whole lot easier. And then once you've asked those questions and perhaps gotten some answers, what's the next step? <laughs> well, the next step is really to take action on those answers. And that's where the results coaching comes in. So um, the, the question is really the first step in a three-step transformational process. The first step is awareness. Um, the second step is to, to inter- interrupt whatever has been going on in the past so you don't continue to repeat the past. And then the third step is to take action on the new awareness. So it takes all three uh, to actually create change. And, and that's this is a really simple three-step process, simple but not easy. It's a lifelong process for most of us who want to stay awake and aware and living a full a life, a full life that's where we're giving our full potential. Yes. So, yeah. So the first step is really awareness, and that's the what's going on here question. Uh, the second step is the interrupt or, or the pause where, where, I can, where anybody can ask, what's another way that I can look at this? And then when you get that new information, those, those new options, pick the next best option that you have available to you, the one that either resonates or moves you forward up toward what you really desire, and then take, a, take an action in that direction and see what kind of feedback you get. So do you guide your clients through this three-step process? I do. I do. Over and over and over. Because it's, you know, it's that wash, rinse, repeat process that, that repetition is the, the first law of learning. And um, so that process, all of us can use it over and over and over again to improve the quality of our lives and to help us get results faster. If we get it stuck in the cycle of asking, why is this happening versus what's going on here and what can I do about it? If we get stuck in the cycle of why is this happening, then, then we turn into little, little victims, basically, of our conditions and of our circumstances. And, and life doesn't really move in the direction we want most of the time when we're in that place. Well, you're putting uh, the cause of your angst outside of you. <laughs> yes. Right? I say by asking the question, why is this happening? Exactly. Versus what can I do about it? That brings it back into I'm in control of my reaction. I want to do something positive. What can I do about it? So that's much more empowering. Yes, exactly. Yes. And the positive, it's interesting that the bringing the focus back on to what, what any one of us can do despite the circum- circumstances and conditions to bring the focus back into what empowers us and really what we can do in our life that makes a difference for us, um, even in response to some, some major event that may have happened out in the world that we, we may have preferred not to have happened. Uh, and, you know, I was thinking as I, we were getting ready to have this talk, I was thinking about, you know, nobody ever tells you when you're a kid and you're in this naive state of three or four or five years old or whatever it is, 
no one really can tell you that there are going to be plenty of people in the world that are going to disagree with you. Mm-hmm. And there are going to be plenty of people in the world who do things differently than you do. And, and how we create a life in the context of that is, is our, is basically our journey as human beings is to find empowerment and peace within ourselves and in our lives in the midst of people who don't see from the same viewpoint we do. And doesn't that also have to do with loving yourself, accepting yourself, knowing that you yourself have value. So it really doesn't matter if people agree with you or not. I missed the last part of that question. So could you repeat it? Yeah, it was really more of a comment, not a question. Um, You know, being worried what other people think or say or whether they agree with you or not, when you come down to it, we each have our own perspective. And, you know, I I have the belief that we're here to become the best people we can, best not being a judgmental term, but the most of you, you know, becoming you, you fully you, because no one else can do that. So when you pull your power back in and you say in this situation, what can I do to become the best version of me in this particular situation? You're standing in your own power. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. Yeah. Anytime that that we're looking at a condition in our life, whether we like it or not, from the perspective of will it cause me or provide me an opportunity to grow is an empowering moment. It's a, it's a threshold moment. Um, and what it does to, to look at our conditions and say, no matter what they are, like them, like them or not, that they are opportunities to grow, then we cease to be victims of our circumstance. We actually, at that point, can create our own response to life uh, we soothe, in a way, we soothe our nervous system. So it, it takes away the powerlessness, the chaos, the frantic nature of trying to get our own way all the time. And we really have the opportunity to convert the conversation into our own way being the way of our own growth. So I, what I find in my life is if there's something that's going on that triggers me, and it could be simple it could be complex. It could be complex like the, a, a political outcome, or it could be simple like somebody pulling out in front of me in traffic. It's, it just doesn't really matter on any given day. Any one of us can get but triggered by something that we just don't prefer to have happen. And there's a threshold moment there where, where you, you can look at that. Unfortunately, we had technical difficulties, so I'm going to finish up with this conversation. Uh, Joanne was about to say, at that threshold moment, you can make a different choice. And I would affirm that and urge people who are feeling anxious or don't know what the chaos is going to bring to just take a deep breath and close your eyes and know that we too will survive whatever comes our way. And in that moment, when you know you're being triggered, please choose differently. In fact, that's what a heart dancer would do. 
Remember, we let love lead, and we choose the choice that's the best for our highest good, as well as the highest good for everyone involved. So thank you for listening to us. Thank you for uh, spending these few minutes with us. And I hope you carry Joanne's advice forward as we move into the next few days, the next few months, and the next few years. Remember, you can find Joanne at jmarceau.com or online on Facebook or even LinkedIn. And you can reach out to her if you would like to pursue private coaching. I can tell you from my own personal experience that she is a fabulous coach. And she is a result coach, which is so important. So be well, be well, be you, and remember to let love lead.